from the Heritage Foundation. I'm Michelle Cordero, and this is Heritage Explains. In fiscal year 2022, a record 2.7 million illegal aliens crossed the border, according to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. That number is more than a million higher than last year, which was also a record-breaking year. And it keeps getting worse. Illegal migrants, meanwhile, surged at the southern border ahead of the end of Title 42. Look at this group. This is the biggest group we've ever seen. Next week, uh, Title 42 will go away. But look what happened yesterday. Over 1,000 migrants crossing into El Paso, Texas on Sunday after Mexican police escorted and released nearly 20 buses full of migrants to various non-government organizations in a Mexican town near the U.S. border. The Biden administration is to blame for this escalating crisis. But according to a new investigation by Heritage's Oversight Project, they're not the only party responsible. Heritage recently uncovered that Catholic charities and other non-government organizations have been working with the Biden administration to help move migrants across the country. By examining the movement of 30,000 mobile devices in the United States, Heritage actually charted the path of thousands of illegal aliens making their way to a city near you. Today, Mike Howell, director of Heritage's Oversight Project, will explain the investigation and how the mass resettlement of illegal aliens is impacting nearly every congressional district in America. Our conversation after this short break. As conservatives, sometimes it feels like we're constantly on defense against bad ideas, bad philosophy, revisionist history, junk science, and divisive politics. But here's something I've come to understand. When faced with bad ideas, it's not enough to just defend. If we want to save this country, then it's time to go on offense. Conservative principles are ideas that work. Individual responsibility, strong local communities, and belief in the American dream. As a former college professor and current president of the Heritage Foundation, my life's mission is to learn, educate, and take action. My podcast, The Kevin Roberts Show, is my opportunity to share that journey with you. I'll be diving into the critical issues that plague our nation, having deep conversations with high-profile guests, some of whom may surprise you. And I want to ensure freedom for the next generation. Find The Kevin Roberts Show wherever you get your podcasts. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. So the Biden administration has caused and allows to persist the largest border crisis in American history, but they're not the only party responsible for facilitating this crisis. What exactly did the Heritage Oversight Project find out? Well, what we discovered through a memo released last week is that a large network of nonprofits, you know, non-governmental organizations, NGOs for short, down at the border are acting as a massive waypoint and resettlement uh, program. Basically, what happens is Border Patrol turns over overflow of illegal aliens to facilities on the border. Uh, these NGO facilities then 
you know, take care of lodging, care, and travel to disperse legal aliens throughout the country. Now, what was most remarkable about a report is, of course, we knew this was happening. We've seen it, you know, with our own eyes. We we heard from Border Patrol at the time. Is that the spread and the magnitude of this operation? I thought, you know, after we, you know, began this, we would discover that illegal aliens were going to, you know, 5, 10, 15 states predominantly. Uh, but no, what we found is they're virtually going to every single congressional district in the U.S. mainland. And, and the way we proved this was we went out and we bought bulk cell phone data that pinged the location data of the, you know, cell phones. And so we geofenced it to these NGOs, tracked the anonymized cell phones throughout the country, and then when the numbers came back and the data came back, shocker, they're going to every congressional district. And this is just a one-month period and only 30,000 total devices. Uh, and so the spread is complete throughout the entire country. It really gives you know statistical proof to the, the point that every town now is a border town in the Biden administration. Wow. So NGOs are, for just as, to give an example, this is like churches, shelters, organizations like that. Right. Uh, for the most part, uh, some of them are affiliated with national uh, religious charities. That being said, calling them, you know, religious organizations, I think is a stretch. What we're seeing, you know, much like the left's march through all the institutions, you know, whether it's the military or, or culture or schools, et cetera, the same thing has happened in a lot of uh, the charitable arms of churches. Catholic Charities is a prime example. They're really the 800-pound gorilla when it comes to this. Uh, they are, you know, deeply involved in facilitating the, the travel of legal throughout the country, but it doesn't end there. These NGOs are also, a lot of money behind this, uh, involved in lobbying the Biden administration and our Congress to keep the border wide open. And so it's kind of this full-scale operation where not only they're involved at the border, but they're involved in D.C., making sure the border stays open through policy and, you know, support to the Biden administration. Uh, a lot of their, you know, staffers and people connected in those NGO networks are in the Biden administration. And it's not just in America. This is an international issue. Um, mass migration is something that's pushed by NGOs uh, across the, the world. Uh, when illegal aliens, you know, make the journey to the border, they often stop at NGO facilities along the way. They have presence in Mexico. There are lawyers that help illegal aliens file frivolous asylum claims. Uh, they're involved in the push out of certain countries. And it's not just in America. I mean, we see this in Europe. Uh, it, it's really an international operation. This is why, you know, the Open Society Foundation and George Soros and his billions of dollars are, you know, the central node in this. I mean, there's a lot more players, but it, it really shows that the left's view of massive, massive uh, illegal immigration uh, to destabilize, frankly, the West is is really the plan here. That's that's what they're aiming to do. They don't believe in territorial sovereignty or, or the nation state. And so through the mass resettlement of illegal aliens, uh, they're trying to undo that. Wow. Interesting. And OK, so how are the NGOs NGOs helping exactly? What is it that they're doing once they have the um, migrants there? The biggest thing they do is, is liaise travel. Um, they basically complete the last leg of the human smuggling chain. You know, the cartels bring them to the border. Uh, legal aliens turn themselves into Border Patrol because they full well know they're not going to get removed. And then Border Patrol drops them off at the NGOs and then the NGOs liaises their travel. Uh, and gets them wherever they need to go in the country. Oftentimes, you know, for a lot of folks, that means to a place that they were trafficked to work or, you know, uh, or a human smuggling design. Obviously, drugs are, are a big part of this as well. When you have the Border Patrol, to, you know, with all their eyes on this problem, they're taking their eyes off off the drugs. And, you know, the, the drugs, especially the fentanyl, are, is a national epidemic at this point. 
There are charts in the Oversight Projects memo. Um, I'll link them in the show notes for our listeners because they really are mind-blowing. And and as you reminded earlier, this is just a tiny sample, correct? Yes, 30,000 devices uh, for a one-month period. And so if you look, compare that to the overall numbers, we've had over 5 million people cross during the Biden administration alone. I, I think if you were to extrapolate 30,000 and what we found from this to the 5 million number, uh, we would be blown away. So what was the purpose of this investigation? Why did the Oversight Project want to do this? Well, first off, I think a lot of people who donate to these organizations don't full well know uh, what their money's going towards. And so if anyone out there is listening and donates to Catholic Charities or any of these other groups mentioned in the report, I uh, think they should rethink that donation and their relationship with those organizations. Sure, they do a lot of good in certain places, but this is a, a, a big bad. Uh, it, it allows illegal immigration to operate. If the Biden administration wasn't capable of turning over illegal aliens at the border to get them into the interior, they'd have a huge mess on their hands. We, you know, a, a year or so ago, when thousands of Haitian migrants had to uh, stay in a makeshift facility under a bridge at the border, that's the only time the Biden administration really took heat from the, you know the liberal media on this. Uh, without the you know control of, of the situation. Uh, they wouldn't be allowed to continue this crisis. They just have a lot of illegal aliens in you know Texas and at the border trying to figure out what to do, and and that's not the the look the Biden administration wants. This is a you know resettlement program. It, the Biden administration wants open borders for the same reason these internationalist NGOs do. They want to destroy the West. They think that mass immigration and demographic change is a political benefit to them. It puts people on government dependency. It massively changes uh, the population of a country. It waters down kind of, you know, community and civic, you know, traditions and cohesion. It uh, unsettles the the country. This is a, a Marxist key part of their, you know, philosophy is that they need to build class warfare, and there's no better way to do that than rapidly changing the demographics of a country with, you know, classes of people dependent on the government. And so our point is to, you know, let the American people know, and especially Congress, that uh, it's not just the Biden administration. The Biden administration is downstream, and they're the ones obviously implementing the policies and, you know, uh, responsible for it. But there are massive, you know, huge influences weighing on them uh, that they're downstream from. And, you know, that's not just, by the way, in the immigration context. This is this is how they operate in the green energy space. This is how they operate in virtually every other policy arena. They're basically the implementing arm of the radical international left. Well said. Well said. And and it's worse than that because, again, they're not just resettling illegal aliens in the United States, but they're also enabling cartels. A hundred percent. I mean, we've lost operational control of our border to cartels. And, you know, we talk about the cartels quite a bit. I don't think people fully understand how barbaric uh, these organizations are. They frankly make American gangs like the Bloods or Crips look like a bunch of, you know, sissies. The, these people are ruthless in kind of how they uh, – you know, mistreat, abuse, kill, murder, dismember uh, innocent people. And the women and children who are turned over to the cartels custody during this uh, journey are, you know, all too frequently raped and abused. It is a horrific, horrific underground, you know, smuggling network that we basically just let happen. And, and the, the cartels, their control doesn't just, you know, stop south of the border. They're in the United States. They are on the receiving end of a lot of these illegals. I mean, this is MS-13. I'm, I'm from Northern Virginia. We have a huge MS-13 problem. Mm -hmm. That didn't used to be the case, you know, decades ago. But now with you know, the amount of legal illegal immigration and mass resettlement, MS-13 is a real problem. And it is, you know, not something to be trifled with. These are, these are some bad hombres. Mike, in conclusion, just tell me a little bit more about the Heritage Oversight Project and what else you guys might have coming up. 
Right. So the Heritage Oversight Project is essentially the investigative arm of the Heritage Foundation and, you know, working with our colleagues on the right, uh, you know, trying to bring together all of the, the greatest minds and resources to basically fill the void that traditional investigative media used to. Uh, there used to be a skepticism of, of government. There used to actually be legitimate congressional oversight that got information out there. Those things are all gone. And so it's information warfare out there, and it's a one-sided fight because the left controls all the microphones. And so what we're doing is, uh, you know, realizing that it's white papers alone aren't going to meet the moment of the the agenda that we need to implement. We need to get some facts out there. So we're suing. We're, we're we've basically built a law firm suing on FOIA requests based off strategic information that we've been able to gather. We are engaging in you know interesting projects like this data collection one we did, uh, and we're basically working with people throughout the country to make sure we can build a body of evidence to counter some of the left's biggest narratives. And you know the short-term objective is this needs to help drive and you know support the congressional oversight agenda, specifically of the House now that it's in conservative hands. I mean, American people, and you know when when they went to the voting booth, one of the big reasons is they wanted to break up unified control of Washington D.C. And when you break up unified control, you get uh, some oversight. And especially in the House. And so we need to make sure that oversight's done well. The Biden administration's been a disaster the last two years. And, you know, House and Senate Democrats haven't done any meaningful oversight. And so we need to do some meaningful oversight. And, you know, that needs to result in actual accountability and policy change. So that's the mission of the Oversight Project. It's an exciting startup. It's doing non-traditional work. And I think it has a lot of people excited. And I mean, I'm certainly excited about it. Well, Mike Howell, thanks again for your tremendous work on this investigation. It really helped to paint the picture of this epic crisis. And thank you again for coming on to talk about it. Hey, thanks for having me. And that wraps up this week's episode. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to Heritage Explains and wish you and your loved ones a happy holiday. If you like today's podcast, as a Christmas present to me, would you please share it on social media? It's the best way to help us grow. Thanks again, and we'll see you in 2023. Heritage Explains is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. It is produced by Michelle Cordero and Tim Desher, with editing by John Pop.